You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text, as this is a recording, and lines are now closed. You're listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. In the name of Allah, the gracious, the merciful. Assalamu alaikum. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Welcome to the Drive Time Show here at Voice of Islam radio station. It's your program and we've got something special for you today. We're discussing the World Cup uh, and we're discussing it, discussing it for the next two hours actually. And you're joined by my co-hosts here, co-presenters actually. I should say Salman Kamar as well as uh, Fahim Nasser. Asalaamu alaikum, boys. Um, yeah, so World Cup. Um, we're all probably football fans and um, mm. currently doing a bit of a sacrifice because there's a game going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm supporting Ghana, Ghana, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could imagine. <laughs> just, just, just as I was supporting Japan. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Um, okay, so, I mean. <clears throat> um, we all are for football fans, right? Yes. I mean, uh, some, some something that we, you know, uh, look forward to, and 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 it's something that's brought the world together. Um, you know, from controversies to um, you know the good that we can also speak about Qatar and uh, you know football um, taking place for the very first time in a Muslim country. Um, everything that surrounds it. We've got various guests that will be covering. Uh, you know, um, their support for their na- nations and 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 what they think of their. Mm-hmm. Um, you know their 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 run so far. Um, I mean, the FIFA World Cup is known, uh, you know, as as we know, to be the the biggest single sport competition in the whole world. Uh, there are 32 qualified uh, national football teams that compete to become the world champions for a month uh, in in a, in a in a in a host country. You know, select, selected by FIFA, and this year, you know, especially speaking about uh, you know, the FIFA World Cup 2022, um, is being hosted in Qatar. Right, uh, something that's going to be, uh, you know, well, it's in the winter. Yeah, and Usually it's in the, in the winter summer. exactly. And I think that's another because I think one one of the reasons why is because Qatar being um, very hot, you know, especially yeah. in summer months, going up to oh, wow. fifty cent- centigrade. Yeah. Right, so it, it it was going to be impossible. But I, I I don't think the most interesting thing about this World Cup is the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that that that's something. Yeah. Um, you know, um, we, 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 we have to put out there. Too. But one of the most important things uh, is is uh, for our listeners, especially that those that are listening in, it's your program. So do call us in uh, on 020-8687-7878. And your opinions and your, uh, you know, your insight uh, is also very, very important. Definitely. Um, I think that uh, it's, it's, <coughs> it's, w- it's one of those things that unites everyone, right? Like Absolutely. my... Um, Mm-hmm. My parents, my family usually don't watch football as much, but whenever it's the World Cup, mm-hmm. everyone gets together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that it's one thing that really unites everyone. And, you know, you, you, it's a com- topic of conversation anywhere. Literally, we can walk into any restaurant, any place exactly. Any, exactly. and just talk about it. So I think football is, is generally close to close to everybody. <laughs> and I think the thing about football is, um, especially the way it, it just brings the whole world together, and you know you see um you know s- people that have not had enough in their life for them to work hard uh, consistency and all, all you know all of the 
all of the efforts that we also speak from the from 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 the Islamic perspective, right? Mm. <coughs> you know, one of the main players, uh, you know, probably their last World Cup, Messi and Ronaldo. The reason yeah. why they are at right the top is because of their consistency, hard work. Yeah. And I was listening to one of these one of his re- uh, recent controversial interviews of Ronaldo, right? And and it's something that that he said and it's about young upcoming players. He goes, he goes from the right ear and comes out the left. That that uh, because he's still he and, and he's still the first one in and out of 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 training mm. at the age of thirty eight, right? So that tells you, and I think one of the things is he mentioned was that they've they've got it too easy, yeah, right. And and this is something that's um, you know that because if you've had it hard, you know what it took for you to get there, and 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 um, what it actually means to you, you know, on uh, in in the long run. Absolutely, absolutely. <coughs> Look, um. As as Ronaldo uh, said in various interviews, that him and him and Messi have have shared this stage for over sixteen years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we we talk about past players. No one, even we, we talk about top top level players. We talk about Maradona. We could talk, talk about John Cruyff, Beckenbauer. Name them all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to do this at that level of game mm-hmm. continuously for <coughs> over fifteen sixteen years mm-hmm. is just marvelous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that again, show, again shows you something that's also promoted by Islam, that you can never back down. You need to keep going, right? Mm. Similar to um, the way the Holy Quran, for instance, has explained the, the, the spiritual side of, of things to us, right? Mm-hmm. That you always need to keep going. Whether it's in your prayers, whether it's in love for God, whether it's in, in your sympathy towards your neighbors, your, towards mankind, there is always a next level. And the minute you think that I have reached a certain level, I can now mm-hmm. take a break, that's when others will always take, um, overtake you yeah. mm-hmm. and they'll leave you behind. Yeah, don't get complacent. So similarly, in sports, the day Messi and Ronaldo think that we've done enough, mm-hmm. we can stop, that's the day. Every other player will just run past them, mm-hmm. right? So that's sort of uh, how we can sort of put some resemblance between spiritual life and, 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 and football here. I have a really quick question. Do you think they would have been as good as they were if if either of them wasn't there so if there was no Ronaldo do you think Messi would have been as good and if there was no Messi do you think Ronaldo Never. would have been as good and, and again similar example um, we've seen it time and time again e- in, even in religion and spirituality that even the companions of the Prophet they would try to beat each other you know when it says in the Holy Quran that try to win against each other in, in goodness yeah. right um, <clears throat> so it is what it is um a good player will always drive the other good player to become mm. better. So competition is always good. It's always yeah. healthy, but obviously um, <coughs> it, it has to stay within certain remits. But yeah, de- definitely. If, if Ronaldo wasn't there, Messi wouldn't be as good and vice versa. But I think one other thing, um, you know, about this whole debate of, of, of Messi and Ronaldo is how, uh, you know, their approach to one another. And that is very respectful. Mm-hmm. Despite the fans, you know, what they say and, um, you know, what, what they discuss and their differences of opinions and all of these things. But, you know, whenever Ronaldo is speaking about Messi, he's always spoken, <coughs> in, in, you know, in um, very respectful terms, mm-hmm. as well as Messi, because yeah. they, they, they recognize the greatness of uh, one another. So I think that is, uh, you know, some, some something very, very interesting. But I think moving forward, um, you know, Qatar basically, uh, you know, coming back to Qatar, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they announced attendance figures higher than actual capacity of the stadium twice. Uh, and, and, and basically, despite plenty of seats being shown during the first game, uh, the host nation's opener against Ecuador had around 67,000 in the crowd, according to the announcement made at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that Qatar welcomed, you know, football fans <clears throat> with a 
Quranic recitation, and for us it was I think it was astonishing. Exactly. When, when I you know when when I heard that and and to choose the verse they did, beautiful. You know the mm. you know the verse that we often quote here at Voice of Islam as well. Um, it, all mankind, right? Indeed, we have created you from a male and female, and made you peoples and tribes that you may know one another. And I think that is the purpose. Is 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 this is this not the purpose of bringing, you know, people to, together during the World Cup? And I think it's it's quite um, disheartening to see, uh, you know, channels like BBC and ITV and you know not showing the opening ceremony. <coughs> And and basically, uh, you know, boycotting in in, yeah. in 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 a way, and the whole backlash that we see is, I mean, it's mind-boggling for for for, for me especially. I, I can't comprehend it. I think look for, for someone, <coughs> and, and and I think uh, I can speak on behalf of many people out there. Mm -hmm. um, football has always been a break from life, mm. right? Absolutely. Some football's always been something that sort of. Uh, is, is, is there for some relaxation you sit down mm. you have some snacks you, you talk about football life's good yep no football fan needs this sort of controversy being created by these by the uh, western mm. media especially right we just don't need that yeah mm -hmm. if i as a football fan want to watch the opening ceremony let me watch it mm. right let me make my own decision whether i agree with it or not right um whether their points are right or wrong is, is a completely uh, separate discussion mm -hmm. fact is that football should be the <coughs> utmost priority here mm -hmm. and yeah. not something else uh, Salman one more thing bro like the thing is uh, that narrative that's being set you know one thing is disagreement I've seen certain people on Twitter saying oh criticism with freedom of expression freedom of speech we should be able to, we should be able to criticize no doubt mm. but this whole narrative changing and yeah. you know mass publication you know so social media you know every other media it just there's nothing positive for them to say about mm -hmm. it nothing at all Right, and they're bringing up all these uh, different human rights issues, which also exist in the land. Now, no, I'm not saying you shouldn't criticize them or you yeah. shouldn't scrutinize them. You yeah. should, you know, everybody should do that. But let's have some consistency. Mm. Yeah, and that's 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 not to be seen. But one thing I've seen is I think social media. We often, you know, talk about it in in negative terms, but the reality is, if we didn't have social media, I tell you we won't be able to see the other side of the picture. Yeah. Mm. Because now on social media, you see, for, for, for instance, I was, I was seeing one of these uh, interviews on BBC, right? And, and, and they, they, they're doing this inter interview of, an, uh, of, of these fans <coughs> where they're like, they're basically saying, oh, we're not enjoying it in a way. There's no, there's no alcohol, beer, and all of these yeah. things. Yeah. That's just you know, one set of fans. But then you've got countless people that are coming out with the video saying, we're loving it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so where's that side? Yeah. Right? So I think this is uh, where we say it's, 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 it's kind of unfair. And I think, um, I we, think uh, we've, we've got a lot to discuss, but I think we do have our, our, our first guest um, on the show. We do have on the live Mustafa, who's from the Plantain Show, a platform dedicated to bringing football, uh, storytelling, culture, and banter. Assalamu alaikum, a peace and blessings of Allah be upon you, and welcome to the Drive Time Show. Assalamu bro. Thank How's you. How's everyone doing? Alhamdulillah, we're all doing well, and and thank you so much uh, for taking your time out. You know, especially when the games are going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in the middle. Of, I'm in the middle of watching now. To be honest, I've actually got my laptop on. Nice one. Not really doing any work. Nice but I'm one. actually watching a Portugal game now. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. So you know, before actually getting into the questions, I do want to know, uh, you know, what you do, and 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 um, you know, uh, of course, you know, the Plantain Show. If if if, if you can introduce it for for the benefit yeah, of our of listeners that don't know. So this is actually my for the new listeners. This is actually my second appearance on the Drive Time Show. Oh, nice. Now. Um, so for the new listeners, we're actually uh, a, a football content creation platform mm -hmm. that's actually based out of um, America. So I'm the only. I'm one of the founding members. So I'm literally the only one that's actually based in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, 
all of our members are actually in the States. Um, so we originally started in 2018. Mm. And ironically, um, for the Russia World Cup, and we've gone from strength to strength since then. Um, we started off on YouTube, and now we mm-hmm. do the podcast as well, and obviously all the other platforms, Instagram, TikTok, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we actually have our own merchandise line. I think we've had four, mm-hmm. three or four releases now of different mm-hmm. merchandise, and we're going to keep releasing them, obviously, now. So it's it's gone from strength since, since 2018. But our main core and our main focus is football. And football told mm-hmm. you the lens of people that have... Yep. Um, that are from the diaspora of the African diaspora. So all of us are Nigerian as well, West mm-hmm. African. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, you you won't you won't get that perspective in, mm-hmm. in the wider media basically. And that's that's our angle um of, of our storytelling. That's understandable. That's and, and it's also yeah. very, very interesting indeed. Um coming to the questions now, bro, I mean there are there has been, you know, a lot of negativity uh, you know, thrown oh, at Qatar, um Qatar or Qatar, I don't know how, how we're pronouncing it because I've been hearing it, Qatar or Qatar. Now, you know, the build-up to the World Cup, do you think, you know, uh, all of this 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 backlash, this negative portrayal, this, this narrative building that we see in media, do you think it's fair? Well, I think I, I think in terms of injustices, I feel like whether it's for, for you or against you, you must speak the truth. That's the number one thing. Right? You, you, must, you must speak the truth. So whether you want to hear it or not, that's mm. really not down to us. It's happened. It's happened and happening. Mm. So I'm not particularly annoyed at the fact that it's been spoken about because I feel like the more you speak about it, it's, it's harder to ignore. Mm. The where I feel there's been there's been a, a, a I suppose uh, a breakdown in communication and it's definitely um, deliberate. It's the fact that it's, it's been portrayed and made to seem as if this is the only time this has happened. This is the only nation or nations that is happening in. That's mm-hmm. where I feel like it's very, very, it's a, a little mm-hmm. bit insidious, I want to say, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not a huge shock. It's annoying, but it's it's coming, most of the reports, almost all the reports are coming from the Western media, so mm-hmm. it's going to be like that. You know, I, I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody's aware, but the 2026 World Cup is going to be held in the United States. So <laughs> let's see, yeah. Let, let let's yeah. see. I think that'll be a that'll be a big big one for very, people very, to actually very exactly. But, very but but we know but we know how it's going to go because mm. I mean if they could if they found time to dedicate a whole section on Monday to Saudi Arabia, mm. I'm, I'm I hope they can find time to, to dedicate a whole show during the World Cup to mm. to America from the last. I wouldn't even say. No, if if um, if FIFA president years, is saying last 15 years, I'd yeah. like them. I'd like them to really dedicate uh, yeah. some and shed some light on the injustice, not just abroad. I'm talking about just within their own country, domestically, how they treat their own people. So you know, it, that's what that's where I feel it is definitely um, definitely annoying. But I have to stress again, these things are happening, and whether they're, they're, these injustices are for mm-hmm. us or against us, whatever, they they have to be highlighted. They have to be. But it's just in the fashion that it's been done in. I don't feel like it's been sincere at all. I don't feel like these people really care. You know, a lot of people, a lot of these pundits, I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of these pundits are talking a lot mm. about about um, all of yeah. these things, but they've gone out there to take their money from the war <laughs> Exactly. So it's just, exactly. So it, it, makes, it makes me feel like, yeah, there definitely, there isn't a lot of sincerity there. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I, I couldn't agree less. Um, Mustafa, the, the, the lack of alcohol at the game um, has apparently upset a lot of people. That's at least what the media is telling us. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on football and this whole drinking culture that's surrounded by? So I, again, I, I don't drink, so I couldn't care, I couldn't care less. <laughs> Absolutely, if you can't enjoy yourself without drinking, then that's a personal problem. Mm. But I have to, but, but again, I have to stress and I have to say again, if something has been agreed, whether <coughs> for, for our own religious obligations, yeah. um, 
come into it or not. And again, coming from my side, there's always going to be a there's going to be a bias, right? Mm-hmm. I I would prefer if there wasn't any alcohol, of course, kind of thing. But Qatar, I've, I've gone to FIFA and everybody said, yeah, we can do this under this premise. For mm-hmm. them to change it two days before, again, I don't particularly care. But from FIFA's perspective, it's definitely unfair. We have to be honest; it's definitely unfair. Two days before, and you know that obviously it's going to be very difficult for them to logistically get rid of all this alcohol kind of thing. There was mm. definitely some underhanded tactics there. But again. From our perspective, again, yeah, yeah. I don't think there should be any alcohol there. But so you're saying they should have been honest from the beginning if they were going into this. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah, with they that. Should have been honest from the beginning because I don't think I don't think there's a problem there. People are having fun with alcohol. It's possible to have fun with alcohol. I'm, I've gone through my entire life having fun with alcohol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, especially watching those videos that are coming on social media from Saudi Arabia, etc. Hmm. I mean, they are enjoying so much. Yeah, and yeah. especially and the, there is no influence of uh, alcohol whatsoever, is it? Hmm. No, not at all. At all. I mean, and but what I will say, and, and hopefully somebody can can clarify this for me, I need to understand they are uh, they are serving alcohol, right? It's just incredibly expensive, or they're serving it like away from the stadiums. If yeah. I'm if I'm correct, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, and that, that's what the FIFA president was saying: is like you'll be fine if you don't have alcohol for three hours, bro. <laughs> for three hours, if you don't have alcohol, yeah. you'll be fine. And, and and the whole issue of sound alcohol. Look, <laughs> look, we understand from a Muslim perspective, it, it, it may come as you know biased to certain people, but the reality is. Alcohol is, you know, mother of all diseases. We know that from, yeah. from an Islamic, uh, we call it the um, umul khabaith, right? Mm. And they, it's not us that have done, res, uh, you know, research upon it. It's Western people who've done their research yeah. and they've they found that it is the main cause of chaos within society, right? Um, you know, with gambling and all of these things, uh, you know, domestic violence. We, we've covered it all here, you know, at, 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 at Voice of Islam. So I thought they would give it, you know, they would give it sort of a different touch. They would say, look, al- you know, Hmm. Uh, but, but that kind of tells you because how much heavily alcohol is, is involved in sports. Yeah. How much exactly you know how much that. money it generates. Hmm. So so exactly. Th- I, I do I do I do I do wanna wanna highlight as well is that there is uh, the genuine breakdown mm-hmm. in communication has been has been there has been evident from the, from from pretty much the outset because they were told I, from my understanding, um, about 12 years ago, they were told, yeah, we'd, we'd have the World Cup and you guys can basically hold, hold it how you would hold it in the Western world kind of thing. But we knew that it wouldn't always be the case kind of thing. And I feel like if there was clear communication from the beginning, which there wasn't going to be, obviously we know that now, then these kind of things could have been avoided. But I have to stress, these are, these are, you know, people that are not from this culture and not from this belief system kind of thing. So, for us, it's very, you know, it's 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 a it's standard practice, you know, it's normal kind of thing. But for them, it's a genuine culture shock. And for us to even understand why they're so why they're so adamant with it, for us, it's a bit of a culture shock as well. Because we're like, what, what? How can you not deal with it when it's something they've had their entire their entire time they, that they can remember? Like, yeah. I'll go to an Arsenal game and I'll be literally sitting next to people that are, you know, down in beers. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> more, it's genuine, genuinely normal for them. So for them to not have it, while for us it's like, we'll get over yourself kind of thing, it's yeah. something that they can't genuinely fathom. Hmm. That's, that's why I feel like we have to, I wouldn't say simplify, but we have to try and find an understanding as to why they're so exactly. up and about it. I think it's oversimplification, man. I think exactly, yeah. as you were saying, there's a lot deeper you know, narratives, there's, there's a lot deeper interests, but for the yeah. people, it's like, oh, you can't drink alcohol. Look, you know, they're, they're not allowing you to drink alcohol because, you know, there's a Muslim country and this and that. Whereas we know yeah. why they're, you know, they're actually doing it. But, you know, yeah. absolutely swat on there. So, Mustafa, I wanted to ask you simply, right? I'm sure we all know the answer, but yeah. did, 
do you think football and politics should mix? Because, you know, there's examples of Ozil being told not to speak about the situation in China. There's, mm. th- there's all these different things Palestinian, where people... Palestinian flags being banned exactly. from, uh, from various stadiums and all of that. You know? People saying that, you know, politics and football shouldn't mix at that time. But it seems to be now. W- what's your opinion on that? Football is a political sport. That's why we have a World Cup, because these are different nations, right? So... Football, football in itself is a political sport. It's why we have the Champions League. If it mm. wasn't, if it wasn't, then we wouldn't be mixing. We wouldn't have players. Wouldn't be able to. Wouldn't be able to go to different countries to play football and you know represent. The, you know their the countries. So football in itself is a political sport. It's a political statement. Like it, it is what it is. You can't not. Um, you can't separate the two. Now there's a bunch of people that want to separate the two, but it's, it's literally impossible because mm. if everybody, if every footballer in the world was one race and one religion and one um, and, and one sexual orientation or whatever then of course yeah you could say oh we shouldn't mix with it because everybody has the same belief systems and have the same, has the same struggles and whatnot do you know what I mean so there wouldn't need to be a, a genuine dialogue there but unfortunately it's a multicultural and a, a, a multinational sport so mm-hmm. with that it's going to, there's going to come politics it, it, it's just it's just inevitable so yeah I do think they should mix because it can it can easily be a force for good. You look at someone like Marcus Rashford, for example. Now mm. he's been told to sharp, sharp and play football. If it wasn't for him, how many more kids would be going hungry in the UK right mm. now? Mm. I mean, they still are, but think of what he's done. When he's, him when he's only twenty-four years old. Mm-hmm. You know so you're I mean? saying, so you're, you're saying there's positives and negatives. So I you're saying, I, say this, I don't, I wouldn't say there's positive. I feel like mm-hmm. there can there can only be a net positive. Obviously, there's going to be certain negative aspects of it because. You know, there's certain there's certain factions of of fans and um, and country on it that have, you know, political you know I would I want to say political agendas, but um, mm. have certain belief systems where it's like it, it becomes very 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 difficult if you want to say okay we can mix foreign policy here but we shouldn't mix it here because of mm. whatever reason kind of thing. But I do feel like they have they kind of go hand in hand whether we like whether we like it or not. You know, for how many years have we seen um, these um, kick it, kick racism out of football? Um, campaign and stuff like that. If we didn't mix the two, we wouldn't have these campaigns. Mm-hmm. But I, mean? I think, so I, uh, but I think you do understand where, where, where when someone says politics, because we as individuals are, pol- uh, you know, we have politics, politics with, within us. That, 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 that's in very nature. So we're not talking, we're not, we're not denying that aspect of it. What we're saying actually yes. is that when you see, you know, certain political, uh, you know, protests, let's, let's, let's say, being banned. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, let's say the war in Ukraine, there's there, there's whole support on that. So when, when when people see that, then you know they do highlight you know the to, I think to be very honest, the hypocrisy, you know of of, of, of of Western media. So we're asking from that perspective, of course, you know the good Marcus Rashford racism, amazing. You know all of that is yeah. amazing. Everybody welcomes that because that's a universal thing, right? Nobody's yeah. going to go against it. But when they see two things that are very opposite, that that that's when you know PP people have problems, isn't it? So, so in regards to in regards to like for example the armbands and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So from my perspective and the way I understand it, right? If you want to, if you do want to protest those kind of those kind of things, right? Nobody's technically actually stopping you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that's what if that's what you want to do, nobody take being threatened with sanctions and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. a story. That's a story for 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 another day, but. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to get into it a little bit, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's some, that's something that's something that, <clears throat> that I suppose in this in this case comes with the territory, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes with the territory. In another <clears throat> in another setting, in another in another World Cup kind of thing, these kind of 
questions or things won't even be a discussion because you'd be allowed to. You'd be allowed to. You'd be allowed to. And, you know, you'd be championed for it. You'd be welcome for it kind of thing. Mm. What needs to, from my perspective, what needs to kind of happen, there needs to be a genuine understanding that, look, this is the way things are done here. Mm. Nobody has told you that you can't, like, from my understanding, cool. I'm going to be very, very blunt here. From my understanding, nobody has told um, um, queer queer and gay people that they can't attend mm. the World Cup. If, mm. if, if that's my, someone correct me if I'm wrong, nobody has told them they can't attend, right? That's correct. Nobody yeah. has told them, nobody has told them that they can't, attend with their partner even kind of thing mm. I don't know the ins and outs of what they can and can't do kind of thing mm-hmm. I get that you can't a lot of them feel as if they can't be themselves which is, is it's, a fa- it's a fair assessment in, you know in every other part of the world I suppose you can be yourself kind of thing but there's a there's a deeper and I suppose uh, a more nuanced yeah. uh, reasoning as to, as to why certain things don't happen and it's yeah. not just one country it's not just one um, set of people it's so, uh, uh, the, uh, the other side of the world, essentially, almost you know that 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 feels this way. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not just it's not a particular thing where it's like oh, it, um, you know we're just we're just doing it for the World Cup. But on an everyday basis, this is how things how things are. Whether yeah. it's right or wrong, or, and how people want to yeah. interpret it, that's that's not my what I'm questioning and what I want to discuss kind of thing. It's just something that you actually have to be wise to and have to understand. Yeah, I, th- I think the culture of, of of Muslim countries. Let's let's be very very yeah. honest. Yeah, it's not just about LGBTQ community or yeah. it's it's intimacy of with between man and a woman as well. It's not allowed. It's not really, uh, you know, what you call it, encouraged in society. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's looked upon as a as a as a negative thing in a way. You know, over portrayal of that because from an Islamic perspective, that's something, um, you know, uh, that's something very personal to you. Right, yeah. which you don't have to show in public, and that's yeah. generation after generation, and that's their culture, right? And that's all they're saying. They're saying respect that culture. Yeah. That's all they're yeah. saying. So, so now, I mean, it's for people. I, I think that narrative has to be put there. And I think we do need to move away from the politics yeah. now because, we, of course, we, we've we've discussed it a lot more. But I think, to be very honest here, uh, from 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 Qatar's perspective, when they were asked about it. I mean, I think is 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 it the king or no? Uh, the speaker, yeah, uh, that uh, was um, external speaker, from yeah. foreign foreign minister or some, someone. Yeah, he 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 made it very clear. Everybody's welcome here, but yeah. we just we just say to respect our culture, just as you expect <coughs> us to. And I think a lot of the players have said that. I mean, recently, yeah. I think yesterday, I, I saw one of the tweets. Uh, you know, especially after the Germany stand, yeah. uh, what German yeah. Germany team did, yeah. they said you. And I think what team? I think it was uh, Ad, uh, I think Has Hazard, Adin Hazard, and he said you're here to play football yeah right mm. because just as we or Griezmann said from France he goes just as we've been saying it for so long people that come in our country to, to respect our culture and to in, in, integrate Laurie yeah exactly 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 yeah so so I think it, I think there are sane voices out there that they're saying look let's just be fair focus on football yes criticize but you're overemphasizing that aspect mm. you know which is which is not needed you know there's other, there's other side of the story so let people enjoy football man it comes after four years yeah. <laughs> and Messi yeah. and Ronaldo is playing probably the last time oh, yeah. come on man but yeah we need to move on uh, to you know you know move, let's move away from uh, Salman let's let's get away from politics um, yes yeah, so, so um, Mustafa just, just sort of on a, on a lighter note right yeah. um, now so we've all been watching the football what's been yeah. your sort of standout moments during the f- cup so far I think 100% Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. I think in, in order that was the biggest shot. Then obviously mm. Spain yesterday was was insane, seven mm. goals, um, and then 
England's performance as well. Um, but if you want to talk about Adi Reba, I mean, definitely, I was, you know, on, on our platform, on our podcast, I was like, I was pretty certain that that um, Argentina would set a record of of, of some sort, and mm. I did not expect it to go the other way. Mm. So definitely, that's one of the biggest shocks I've ever witnessed Absolutely. In, in football in general. Like mm-hmm. it, it was something I I couldn't I couldn't even. I, I don't think anybody could, could have them. Expecting, so, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it was just—it was more of the fact that Argentina, Argentina scored first, and it looked like they were going to run away with it, and mm. it just didn't happen. And on another day, Argentina probably win. Will we'll, we'll probably be winning four 0 at halftime. Yeah. Three, Especially the offside goals, goals, man. How many yeah, offside exactly. goals? Offside three goals. offside goals as well. I mean, this is why we watch football. Hundred percent. I mean, we never know. We never know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> no, the, the one of the things that stood out for me was was. Saudi Arabia did not give them respect. You know, like you see, you see these these teams, they, they kind of sit back, and they were playing an offside line, and they you know they were going for it. Yeah, I think that's the thing you love about you know uh, certain teams, and I think that set the tone for every uh, you know every other team that that that's not really expected to win mm, to mm. actually go out there and express yourself, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and and the thing is, well, I don't know if a lot of listeners know the coach of Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um, he's a form, he, he he's coached a lot. He's coached a lot in the African continent. Mm. He's won two Nations Cups as well. Um, I, he helped. Uh, um, I believe Morocco was it Morocco? Oh, the team that hadn't qualified for the World Cup for a, a long while. He helped them qualify, and obviously he's taken Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. to the World Cup now as well. He's he's CV is incredibly impressive, and he's he's a really mm. really good coach. Absolutely. You know, so it, it wasn't something, it wasn't something that was that you know that it was pure dumb luck. They they had. They've got the technical ability. That's why the goals are so good as well. And mm. then on top of that as well, they've you know they have they have a good coach as well. I mean, those goals were insane. Like they were really really well well worked goals. So, Bro, but one thing you're missing out: the commentary. Yeah. No, the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats I get, that. I didn't actually get to watch the Arab, the Arab commentary, but I'll definitely find it. I was on social media. Yeah, I saw it on social media. It was, un, it was unbelievable, man. It's so yeah, passionate. It was, it was so passionate, yeah. Great. But yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you, Han, brother. I mean, we would uh, want you to be here for, you know, m- 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 much longer, but, you know, it. Uh, the time's gone the bed better of us thank you so no much worries. for joining, joining us hopefully it's not the last time we're speaking to you thank oh, you so much brother Jana. take care assalamu alaikum take care 0208-687-7878 is the number to call we're discussing World Cup and all the controversies surround, surrounding it and, and, mm-hmm. and of course the positives as well that we can we can take but moving forward um, you know now of course we were just, just, you know, discussing the Islamic um, aspect we were saying you know uh, it's, it's the first time in the history that a Quranic verse has been recited at the opening ceremony of so, ceremony of the FIFA World Cup. That's when the whole world is watching, right? Mm. How big is that? It's massive. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's uh, I think that it just it's it shows evolution. It shows you know a different time. It shows you know acceptance. Ideally, like what what it what it would have done is is. Uh, shown just that diversity yeah. that you know it's not just a western concept right absolutely it's it's, yeah. it's a universal thing and yeah. you know it's also the first country uh, in the middle east to hold, host it as well mm-hmm. so it's i think it's good i think i was really excited for it yeah. as much as i missed it in the summer i thought it would have been nicer in the yeah, summer yeah yeah um i, I thought that yeah it was different and uh, it'd be really enjoyable mm-hmm. absolutely i think I would, we'll talk more about this um, in a bit. We've got our next uh, guest caller on now, which mm-hmm. is Imam Tahir Khalid, who is an Imam of the Amjad community and, uh, and a, top a, a, a top striker, a mm-hmm. big fan of Man United. Imam Tahir Khalid, thank you very much for joining us and welcome to the Drive Time Show. 
Jazakallah, thank you for having me. Um, Jazakallah for taking all your time. You're, you're probably watching the uh, match as well. I was watching Ghana and uh, Portugal. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, how would you feel? I mean, after this six-two um, um, off England against Iran, how far do you think um, the three Lions can go? Um, it's a good question. I feel like um, compared to the Euros, we have a somewhat a better identity. Um, of how we want to play mm-hmm. um, although I don't agree with certain players um, mm-hmm. who play for <laughs> the local uh, the, 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 in the Premier League as well the players that are playing there mm-hmm. but in terms of in terms let's of let's be quality, straightforward here Mom, Dad. you would probably like to have Rashford on the left instead of Sterling right? No, I don't mind no, I'm talking more about defence I'm talking more about Maguire I'm talking more about having Maguire right <laughs> Look, I'm, he's, I mean a few years ago he was playing quite good um, but but he, I I don't think he's worth that amount but look, we're not going to go there towards his price should he be in the World Cup I don't know um but if he's if he's playing good football, then I'm happy. I'm happy. I mean, even I think for some of the goals that England scored, um, he was helping with driving up the pitch. Mm. Um, so so he has some sort of influence, which is good. Mm. Um, but whether whether he's a leader and whether he should be captain of Manchester United is another question, which we, we're not talking about today. <laughs> um, but I mean, they've got they've got a very good team, I think. They have mm-hmm. a. I think they will be. We, we should easily uh, qualify for the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- I. I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up because the problem with our country is every tournament we keep saying it's coming home, it's coming home, <laughs> but it, it never comes home. No, but we've, um, been, we've been close, man. I mean, that that game against close, France. Yeah. Think about it. Scoring in the first three minutes. And then for you to, I think that's the thing you were saying about I, I, identity, and I, I totally agree with you. It's yeah. it's it's actually managing the game, and I think things, you know, team like uh, teams like Germany, teams like you know, Spain. let's say Spain, they've got that identity. They know how to manage yeah. games mm. for ninety minutes. Yeah. I think that's the difference, and I think I think we are there at the moment where you know we can you know actually you know go all the way. I mean, hundred percent. I think I think the quality of players that we have this time round. I mean, we've got we've got Drew Bellingham, who's mm-hmm. coming up to be one of the one of the best midfielders Absolutely of, his gen- of his generation. Amazing. Of his generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have obviously other others as well, but in terms of English midfielders, mm-hmm. um, he, he's very good, very very good. A lot of quality, a lot of confidence, and that's what you need. Um, especially with other players as well, been playing very good for their club as well. Uh, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford. Um, Phil Foden. I mean, these are these are quality quality players. Um, it's just that they have to produce it on the pitch, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they can. I think that's very similar to um, what happened to Germany back in 2000, between 2002 and 2004, really, when they decided to sort of um, now retire all the old players and bring in, in, a, in a young generation. That that's mm-hmm. when people like Schweinsteiger and Podolski and Lam mm-hmm. started joining the team. And yeah. it, it took them three or four tournaments, but uh, eventually, 2014, then they then got the World Cup. Similarly, the England team at the moment is very, very young. So this whole bunch can probably be playing another two or three tournaments together. Mm, so eventually, yeah, yeah. this this is bound to happen at some point, I guess. I hope so. I hope so. But uh, again, it's about it's about it's about. Yes, we know that we have quality. 
we should be confident in our qualities and in our skills, but we should be humble as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you don't want to. I I mean I don't want to do what <laughs> other countries have done so far and just try and be really arrogant and then lose really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, exactly, no, that's, I agree that's with one that. Side. I agree with that, and I, and I think one of one of one of the points, and I, and I think I don't know, a, a, lot, a lot of people they look at the, you know, you, they they look at Phil Ford and not being, you know, not being not starting because what he does for you know Man City, City and yeah. stuff all mm-hmm. of that, but the thing is, national team is to, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you you're, yeah. you're not there to try. You're not playing a whole season. You're playing a tournament, yeah. Absolutely. right? You got to see what's been working for you. That there, there's a sep- separate you know statistics for that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I think you know you've got. Um, uh, <laughs> that's why Raheem Sterling is starting yeah, you know, instead of Rashford and I think this is where you've got to give that credit to the manager you know people that are there they know much better than us us fans you know of course we're seeing from outside we're saying no, this should have happened or this yeah. should have happened yeah. there's a lot of backstreet driving going on isn't there <laughs> yeah. everyone thinks they can do a better job than the manager Foden for example that you mentioned I mean, he, we know he'll be starting for Man City mm. in the starting um, but for the, for the World Cup, it's, it's a completely different game. It's a completely different style. Mm. Um, and, and the good thing is having someone like that on the bench is a game changer. Mm, someone who can, who can completely change the game. I mean, we had uh, him on the bench. I mean, we had uh, Jack Grealish on the bench, Marcus Rashford on the bench, both mm. of whom scored. Um, so we, it's good to have a good, strong bench as well. And that's why I think the squad this year yeah. is very good. Mm-hmm. I think this squad that we have is is better than the the the, Euro, the squad that we have for the Euros, um, and uh, it's the good thing. Although people have criticised the manager as well on, on his style of playing, mm-hmm. but to to see him have that chance uh, to continue implementing his style mm-hmm. is something which will help the team, knowing that this is how we play, and they they get used to it. But because over the years England have had a number of managers over the past few years. So to have, have consistency is very important mm-hmm. because when you keep changing, you're changing your style of play, uh, your pattern of play, you're changing uh, the formation, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be changing, the, the, the manager's going to be choosing his own um, players that he thinks are worthy. Um, mm-hmm. So having that same bunch of players who know each other, who know how they play, uh, and they they fit the they, they fit the style. Mm-hmm. It will it, it can it can really help in the confidence and progressing mm-hmm. in the tournament. Definitely, but then that begs the question. You know, with the form shown in the the Nations League, uh, do you think that Gareth Southgate and the England team can do it against the big teams? You know, they haven't really faced real solid opposition just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no disrespect to Iran, but they're not the best footballing nation that we, we that are in the tournament so far. Yeah, I mean, I mean that we saw in the Nations League, we uh, we, we lost to to Hungary, what four mm. nil, um, and then um, we I think we drew with Germany, we lost to Italy. Mm. Um, so it's um, it, it, there is obviously a lot of room for improvement, mm-hmm. but. I think the the good thing is that if we look at our group that we have this year, mm-hmm. we should easily um, come out on top, easily, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, there is um, again, you don't want to get your hopes up too much, <laughs> and that's why I, that's why I keep saying when when with every tournament, the problem that we have, especially with the British media as well, that they keep <clears throat> pumping the team, mm. pumping the team. I mean, I saw I saw a photo the other day of of uh, whether it's true or not, 
but it's what the media have kind of uh, manipulated everyone. That mm. I think it was Jack Reilly. She was coming onto. He was coming off the plane. And he was holding a carrier bag or a, a, a kind of box, um, a luggage box, and they said. This is this is what is going to bring the World Cup home in. <laughs> it's designed to to bring the World Cup home. So it's just yeah. you don't want to go you don't want to go too far, mm-hmm. and then and then obviously like we do every tournament, apart from the Euros, you you shoot yourself in the foot, and then you you try and pump the whole nation, which is good. We should be excited. Um, we should be supporting our team, and we should be um, uh, again, yeah, we should be supportive of of our players. Um, but we don't want to. We should stay. Mm-hmm. There's there's a way you can um, you can describe it. You just need to stay focused, man. Just just having half a game grounded. at a time. You know, a game at a time. And 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 I think the, you know the, the question that Fahim you know asked earlier about Iran. I think one of the things you got to realize is international. You know, look, who expected Saudi Arabia to beat? You know, um, Argentina exactly. or, mm. or Japan to beat Germany. Mm. They, look, it happened, mm. and and in these tournaments, things happen. You know, so Let's stop these examples, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so so I'm saying you're you're hundred percent right. One one game at a time, and let's not you know let's let's not get carried away. But I think that's it from us now. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Imam Tahir. I mean, you're not a stranger to this show. Um, I'll be seeing I'll be seeing you soon on soon on a fourth pool pitch. Make sure you make sure you score this time. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to pass the ball, though. Don't I I, ball. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Okay, sound <laughs> cool. Take care. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number. Um, yes. So we have discussed a lot. I mean, um, I think that brought up a really interesting question. Why don't you pass the ball, real? Oh man, it's I do I think it's it's a very subjective question because that's just one individual that we've had on, uh, you know. Um, you give him ten passes, and if one goes in, then you know you. Nah, he's 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 a very good player, uh, you know. Um, just doesn't get the delivery he needs. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> well, uh, coming back to the World Cup, um, England looking. I mean, they are looking in 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 good shape, mm. and. Uh, w- Another good aspect, uh, I would say, is that because Saka after the World Cup was was a bit of mm. um, sort of the victim yeah, yeah. Of, of of a lot of criticism from from, from the media and from the general public as well. Yeah. And I, after I, Euros, you mean? Well, uh, after the Euros, yeah. yes, after, yeah. uh, yes. But I think now um, after his two goals uh, in the last mm. match, he sort of re-established um, himself. In mm-hmm. that team, and also, I agree. Um, in the minds of the people, uh, which is a good, good thing going forward, mm-hmm. and that also shows us that we can play together. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I mean, it it doesn't matter of of, of what color or um, ethnicity we are. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, football is a game, and we can enjoy together. We mm-hmm. can enjoy without the alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, exactly. <clears throat> moving on, um, we have online our next guest caller. Uh, which is Fernando uh, Andrade. Uh, apologies if I didn't get the name right. Who's calling in from uh, Ecuador and is a convert to mm-hmm. Islam, Ahmadiyya brother Fernando. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Drive Time Show. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, uh, I greet to all the audience who are uh, listening to us. Sorry, we couldn't hear you there, uh, brother Fernando. Can you hear us properly? Yes, I can. I can hear you. 
Okay, perfect. So um, we're speaking about you know the World Cup um, and you know, especially uh, you know your your home team Ecuador and 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 their you know brilliant performance again against Qatar. You know beating them two nil um, on the opening day of the World Cup. Do you think this is a good sign for the rest of the campaign for the team? Yes, again, because Ecuador just had a, a three previous participation in FIFA World Cup. The first one was in Korea in 2002. The second one was in Germany in 2006. And the last one was in uh, Brazil 2014. Uh, in this, uh, the best Ecuadorian participation uh, was in Germany 2006 when uh, uh, we passed to the uh, to the next stage after the group stage. So we started winning the first match. It- mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, I mean, you you're you're in a very tough group, you know, with Senegal, Holland, Qatar, and and yourselves. And of course, uh, do you think you know you can actually make out of the group? Uh, group stage, and, and also how far do you think your team can go in the competition? Yes, I guess that uh, we have like a very, very competitive uh, group. Uh, we, we get, uh, we, Ecuadorian, we have the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, a good, uh, a good uh, feeling about Ecuadorian participation. Mm-hmm. And we get that we can achieve the, uh, the next stage of group I guess that we can be semi-finalists in the Ecuador in the World Cup. Absolutely, um, brother Fernando. Um, during the uh, win against Qatar, there, there was a long pause as um, VAR eventually ruled out uh, Ecuador's first goal. Do you think VAR could ruin the experience of the World Cup for players and the fans? Yes, I guess that the 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 footballers uh, 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 were a very good job in front of Qatar mm-hmm. because uh, we know that Qatar is a very good uh, selection from Asia. They were uh, they won the AFC Asian Cup. That it is very very a uh, very very important uh, in uh, in Asia. That means that Qatar is a very good selection and. Uh, went down to to zero. Uh, it is a very very good sign. Uh, okay, thank you so much, brother. Brother Fernando, there was a slight difficulty in hearing you, uh, but inshallah, we'll have you on uh, for uh, you know for our future programs. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you so much for joining joining us. Right, so that was brother Fernando. Zakala, thank you. Assalamualaikum. Brother Fernando is a new convert to Islam. Ahmadiyya. He's an attorney as well. I think that he's an attorney who's who's <coughs> a recent convert to right. Islam. Islam Ahmadiyat. So, so, so Ahmadiyat is everywhere, boys. You yeah. know, Alhamdulillah. You know, all parts of the world. Yeah. Um, and that's the beauty of the and community an, as well. And an Ecuador fan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how exactly. how, how many um, TV shows or radio shows will you have where you can get maybe? Um, guest callers or guest speakers from maybe 10, 12 different countries. And within a day or right. two. Yeah. Right? L- literally. That's, that's uh, the beauty of Islam Ahmadiyyat, that we are all together here mm-hmm. and it is very easy for us to access anywhere in the world because we mm-hmm. are so united. But by, by, by the grace of God mm-hmm. and all of that without the influence of alcohol. Okay, yeah. Salman, before we move on, like, we've got 10 minutes here. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, um, I do want to know what actually happened against Japan. 
I want to have your take. I want to have your take. I will give you my take, but uh, let's speak with our guest okay. caller first, uh, which is Imam Adil Ahmed okay, Khalid, okay. Uh, who is uh, has joined us from uh, Germany. Imam Adil, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, and welcome to the Drive Time Show. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullah. Thank you very much. Uh, Jazakallah for joining us, Imam Adil. Um, Imam uh, Adil, you uh, obviously not you, but we as um, <laughs> Germans have lost to Japan 2-1. How much damage does this do to the uh, German World Cup hopes? Of course, it was an unexpected result for all of us. Mm-hmm. But I'm convinced that the German national team is capable of bouncing back. We severely underestimated Japan and we definitely won't make that mistake again. So I'm sure that we can still hope for the title. Inshallah. I mean, do you think it was it was do you think it was a team performance or do you think I mean, for instance, the second goal, I was a bit shocked to see how the defender actually reacted to the ball coming down and he's he's thinking he's going to fumble it or he's not going to control it properly and he's basically jogging, not even running. So that was that was a bit of a strange thing for me. Do you think it was it was the overall team performance or do you think it was just that one incident and but but the overall team performance from your perspective was was ad- adequate was was okay. Well, I think overall the team performance was good. Um, okay. but um, in special situations there were um, some mistakes which have done by some players but overall it was the team um was played not so mm-hmm. at this moment makes sense makes sense definitely i i think that um he also Noya got beaten at his um, near post, which shouldn't really happen from the greatest goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, <laughs> in the world at the moment. But anyway, um, with, with the um, how far do you think Germany are going to go in this World Cup? Like Especially considering the last World Cup's exit was that was that was yeah. that in group stages? Group stages, yes. Wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I hope for the World Cup title, of course. Um, however, we see clear favorites like Spain, France, Portugal, or underdogs like Saudi Arabia or Japan, who should not be underestimated as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope and think we can reach the semi-final. Mm, sure. Very interesting. Uh, and uh, I mean, s- you know, speaking about players like you know Jamal Musiala, uh, Joshua Kimmich, is how you pronounce his name probably, mm. Manuel Neuer. Yeah. Um, you know, who are all world-class players, you know, um, who will, you know, be, from your perspective, Germany's standout player this World Cup? Uh, Jamal Musiala has an incredible talent in terms of his dribbling and anticipation. Also, Mukoku also proved last season that he is worthy of playing in the national team. Mm-hmm. But my personal favourite is Leroy Sané, even though he was not in the squad against Japan mm-hmm. due to knee pain. Mm-hmm. I hope that Hans Flick will use him for the other games. He's an all-rounder, his crosses free kicks, dribbling skills, mm-hmm. and finishings are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I think he has good chance to be Germany's standout player this year. And, 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 and do you personally agree with the style of football that you guys are playing? Um, you know, especially when, 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 when we saw, let's see, Argentina play against Saudi Arabia after scoring, let's say, the first goal, you know, going to the slow style of mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you see that the other team is basically waiting for one counter mm-hmm. to get the goal. And then yeah. the whole pressure just shifts. And, and I think there's a lot of discussion going on as well, you know, in football, you know, during, during breaks as well as after the program, to say that these teams, teams like Germany, teams like you know, um, yeah. Argentina, they need to step it up. If they scored one goal, mm. they can't just slow down. They, you know, they, they have to score the second, the third, the fourth. Like we saw Spain, Spain mm. didn't stop. Yeah, they were all, they they were always one gear up. Mm. So do you think that's the approach that they need, they need that they the German team need to have? Yeah, I think um, we, uh, the German team has new young players um, mm-hmm. and they have very little experience in the World Cup. 
Mm. So um, um, I think the role of the coach is crucial, is important in this matter. He has to understand how to use each player and how to motivate his team um, all the time. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so he can develop the full potential of all players. Um, I, I also want to ask, do you, do you think the German team were complacent? Because like the way, I think it was Rudiger who, like the way he ran, like when he was like, he does that in Madrid felt, as well. Yeah, yeah he, it felt yeah. a bit yeah. like he does that in Madrid as well to mock the other player. Exactly. Like, do you think it's that complacency that kind of lost that game for them? Because yeah, of they course, like um, it was in the last World Cup showed this already that um, you should play humble, mm. and um, such um, actions are not appropriate. <clears throat> and also, last, last, lastly speaking, we only have five minutes to go. With regards to, you know, we have discussed, um, you know, enough of the program, 20, 25 minutes, with regards to, you know, political statements that we're seeing in football, especially yeah. with regards to the Qatar's <coughs> treatment in the World Cup. And, and now the stance that's been taken from Germany, especially in that photo that's gone viral now yeah. on social media. What is what is your stance? What what what, what is uh, the view in Germany? What are people thinking about that? Do, do, do are people agreeing with that, or are people actually criticizing it? Yeah, some people are agreeing with that. Some are criticizing. I personally find this kind of discussion inappropriate in a football tournament. Mm. Of course, one should speak out for human rights, but as a nation like Germany that has a very dark past and has built uh, alliances with nations that have killed millions of civilians through illegal interventions, that is mm. double standard. And mm. um, I think Germans should learn to respect other cultures and customs and not implement their understanding of morality all over the world. I think spot on there. There's nothing more that, <laughs> that could uh, be added. Thank you very much for joining us. Assalamu alaikum Thank you so much. I think, I mean, we are discussing this thing. And you see, the last time Germany won the World Cup was 2014, yeah. right? Mm. And you see that match against Brazil. I can imagine you came prepared. Oh no, <laughs> this, this is just, just, just from, from the top of my head, it's okay, coming to okay. my mind. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you, you uh, just uh, gave the example of Spain, right? Yeah. Against Brazil, the first 25 or 26 minutes, we had four or five goals against them, mm. right? What happens is you score one, but you don't just sit back. Mm. Germany, in, 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 this, in this last match, clearly um, thought that we are the better team. Yeah. And with one goal, we can now start keeping the ball. Right, mm. and this sort of tendency has been there for for the, for, for the past well, six, seven, eight years now. Okay, that there is no one that is gonna sort of run, be running at that goal. You see, the, the only danger that was created was through Musiala, mm. because he was willing where, to. Where, to did, where, where did he actually play? Uh, attacking mid or uh, or uh, on the left wing mostly. <clears throat> so I mean, this is what happens mm. when you um, just sort of want to sit back. As as soon as they sco scored the first goal, I was watching the game with someone, and I said, "Well, look." If we don't score a second goal now, Japan is just sitting there and they're going to wait for one counter. And the way they were playing was actually good as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, Japan they, they, they moved the ball, ball really well. Absolutely. We've got Imam Safir here as well. who have just uh, come in. Imam, how are you doing? Yes, good, good. Uh, seems like you guys are having a very good uh, yeah. discussion. Um, just on the Germany uh, match, I think uh, I think I agree with that. That uh, I think they were just too passive. Uh, they yeah. have the player. They have the. They have the quality yeah, to take the risks, and you need somebody to take the risks to get that second, third goal that mm. gives you security. But I think this has just made the World Cup more interesting yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. Look, from from a neutral fan, right? Of course, you know, <coughs> Salman would want you know Germany to win, but mm -hmm. just to see these underdogs coming out of nowhere mm -hmm. and, and beating yeah. teams like Germany and Argentina and you saying and saying, where's Messi? These these underdogs, right? When they come to the World Cup, they know. Look. 
we've got 90 minutes to play three times in, in the group stages, right? Mm. Let's show them. Mm. Yeah. We've got nothing to lose. I mean, when Saudi Arabia comes up against Argentina, as uh, uh, Kula said, you expect three, four new at half time. What mm. happens is that they score past. Now, this is history, right? They're going to lose anyways. This is the, the example of someone being uh, sort of pushed against the wall. Yeah. Right? Mm. He's got nothing to lose. And they say, well, let's play. Mm. And as, as soon as uh, Saudi Arabia started pushing um, Argentina, w- yeah. w- 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 the, the, the Gagan press, as mm. we call it, right? Mm. Is this, uh, uh, pressing right up the pitch there. Yeah. Argentina didn't know what to do. The collapse, I think. The, yeah. the high yeah. line as well, which, yeah. which was really strange to see yeah. that mm. a team playing against Argentina, you're playing that high. But it was working. Yeah. Offside, yeah. they kept... Yeah. Trapping them offside as well, mm-hmm. was, uh, and for Messi to be quiet, that was that was very mm. yeah. in- interesting. Um, they kept him quiet. A player like his his stature to be quiet in that match every uh, time, every time he he he. I mean, he touched the ball. There was three players on him. Yeah, um, and and it, I mean again, uh, shout out to the to to, to their coach, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taken Zambia to a good level. I, I think he's also played for. Um, uh, he also coached um, Ivory Coast mm-hmm. in the past, and now doing the same thing with Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's doing an amazing job there. And mm-hmm. uh, but let's uh, talk about this in a while, and we are now going to be heading to our news. You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text, as this is a recording, and lines are now closed. You're listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Welcome to the Drive Time Show here at Voice of Islam. We're discussing the World Cup. We're discussing the controversy that surrounds it. We're discussing how the World Cup has brought all of these nations together, the good, the bad, everything. Uh, so here's your opportunity to call us, give us your opinion on 0208-687-7878. You can also you know, tweet at us um, at Voice of Islam. We're on, all, we're on socials, we're on Instagram, Twitter, so you can reach out to us. So the discussion so far we were having um, was a lot of it surrounding the politics, and I think we've, we've, we've gone over that. And, and there's some sort of a consensus among people that, look, it's not right. Right, you can't. Um, you, you know, you've you've got to mention both the good and the bad. Well, what we're seeing is just the bad, right? Um, but now, you know, speak speaking about um, what we've seen so far in the World Cup. Um, let's go around, right? And and what what's been? You know, we've asked our, of course, guests, what's been their moment? You know, uh, what's been what's been the moment of the World Cup for you? Um, I can kick it off. I think the the Saudi Arabia fans asking where Messi was that was that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I would say that um, the moment for this World Cup for me has been. Um, I think Germany <coughs> Germany lost yesterday because I, I honestly think that that was such a shock to me because I, I mm. and I felt like they they played with a bit of arrogance and I think you're touching on it before it's just a, there was a sense of arrogance that I got that oh you know we're, we're gonna walk all over this team mm. and you saw the hard work um, it was Japan right um, mm. the hard work that they put in they were fighting for every they just looked like they wanted yeah. it more yeah. and yeah. it was I think people forget that tournament football 
is a completely different game. Mm. This isn't your week out. Like it's not the Bundesliga. It's not the Premier League. It's mm. it's to- it's tournament football. And I think that that for me was it was a really big stand. I think that's moment. probably the only time you're playing that team. You're Absolutely. not you're not going to yeah. play that. Uh, you have to be spot on. Uh, let's l- let's take the uh, our next uh, caller before we move on with this discussion, right? Mm. Um, so we've got with us Imam Shajil Ahmed. Um, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Welcome to the Drive Time Show. Thank you for joining us. So uh, Imam Shajil, how how important um, is it that the World Cup travels to different cultures and um, nations? Well, I think, uh, in my opinion, it's uh, it's it's very, it's very important um, the way that sporting events, not just the, not just the World Cup, but other, uh, other events as well. If you look at the Olympics, that's also, you know, it's held in other, in other countries, in other cities, and uh, sometimes it's, uh, it's a combination of, uh, of different countries coming together, and then um, mm-hmm. uh, some cities they, they host it. I think it's very important because. Then we can sort of, because of the the mixed diversity, the how how we're living in such a multicultural, multi diverse sort of uh, world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. It's important to know about different cultures. It's important to know about different people's beliefs, different people's um, cultures, uh, traditions, how they how they run things, how they do things, how they, you know, even when it comes to the way that they eat, the way that they talk, the, the way that their language is. Mm-hmm. And it's important. I mean, it just brings us, it brings us together. It brings us closer as well. I mean, the more that we know about each other, uh, the better and the more harmonious it will be, and the more accepting and tolerant we will be towards uh, towards others as well. Mm-hmm. But this why this is this is the reason why it's important for all of us to actually come together and and enjoy our differences as well. I mean, we have we as I mentioned, we're so diverse. Mm-hmm. But if we take that as a positive. Then it'll be then it'll be good for us. But if we take that that you are different, you're this, you're that, you do things like this, or we do things like that, and mm-hmm. if you, if we say that you, you're right and I'm wrong, or I'm I, I'm right and you're wrong, or vice versa, whatever, then we're just gonna create tensions. As we can, then 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 we're just gonna create more divisions as well. So it's important. I think it's very good that sporting events such as the World Cup, such as the Olympics, and other events as well they happen in different places different mm-hmm. countries different cities and i think it's a very very good thing i think it's a positive mm-hmm. i agree i agree 100 and um so with qatar right they, they they've kept to their principles you know no alcohol etc and they've still been hospitable to fans as they should be and the teams but do you think that that is correctly uh, like explained by the media or showcased or reflected because because for me personally i don't think so but uh, i wanted to hear your opinion <laughs> i mean uh, if, if you're talking about if you want my opinion my opinion is literally the same mm-hmm. is the same as yours as, as i'm sure that it would be as well um without getting into too much um, you know too much of the politics and um in sort of that sort of uh, genre i don't want to get into the politics but when it comes to the media, you know what their agenda is. You know what they want to do. They, mm-hmm. they just want to. I mean, I'm not going to say it, but I think the, the the listeners who are listening in, tuned in right now, they can understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, they have their own agenda. They want to sell their magazines. They want to sell the newspapers. They want the. They want. They want to sell stories. They want to sell mm-hmm. stories. And let's face it, mm-hmm. that which causes more drama, that which causes more tension, that that news article which causes. Um, differences in opinion to a wider scale mm-hmm. um, and causes more divisions 
yeah. that is that that sells. That sells, and that's exactly, in my opinion, what they what they literally what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you look at if you look at what the teams are, are are doing as well, it's I don't know. Sometimes it seems as if it's I don't know if I can say this, but it's it's so hypocritical mm-hmm. that uh, even yesterday I just saw someone's uh, someone's story as well. And it was on social media as well that. The German team, right? the German team. Before, you know, obviously when they when they stand in, they, they take their picture, they they cover their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. They cover their mouth. Um, but when it comes to, I mean, talking about freedom of speech, freedom of expression, whatever you want to call it, okay, fine. If they if they if they want to promote that, if they actually believe in that mm-hmm. to the T, but then their actions are quite different. Someone who is a German who plays for the who used to play for the German team, Ozil, Mr. Yep. Ozil, and he was a, he was a class player. Mm-hmm. When he when he was talking about other Muslims being persecuted in different places, suddenly suddenly you know that's not that's not allowed. That's not allowed. I mean, we can't question people who are doing uh, cruelties and uh, you know doing bad things to Muslims. But when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to Western cultures, then these sort of newspapers, then these um, uh, broadsheet newspaper or tabloid um, newspapers as well, they just wanna they just wanna put. You know, put, flare, flare the fire, and then they want to play fire with fire, and then what they're literally doing with their own actions—they're proving it themselves. That it's just—it's just blatant hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. They—they're allowed to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. The people are allowed to say whatever they want, but when it comes to Muslims or when it comes to people who are mm-hmm. uh, saying anything against Muslims, that's allowed. But anything else is not allowed. Yeah. Um, so it's—it's it's a double standard as well. I'm sure that. Um, okay. uh, you know. Know about that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, away from away from the pol- politics, um, what do you? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Uh, and, and and what 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 is that one team that you are actually rooting for? What team you're supporting? You know, obviously, uh, obviously, I'm going to give the diplomatic answer. Well, <laughs> obviously, I'm supporting England as well. Obviously, obviously, I wanted to come home. That's a, that's a given, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. what a, a splendid splendid performance as well mm. uh, by England, winning winning six two. Uh, I think I think it was a little bit controversial the the last penalty. I don't know if you saw the game. I'm sure you must have seen the game. Mm-hmm. You saw the game. The the last penalty that they received um, was a bit controversial because the same thing, or if not worse, happened to happened to Maguire. Um, um, I, I believe it was Maguire in the first half as well. But nothing was given, not even a card. Um, so, but still, obviously, England. I want England to do well. Yep. Um, I did also want. Uh, I wanted one of the South American teams. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I wanted one of the South American teams to do well, yeah. <laughs> especially especially Argentina because of Messi is gonna yeah, be the yeah. last World Cup. Um, I'm a fan of Messi as well, but also I'm a fan of Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. So uh, Portugal's playing right now. It's nil nil yep. unless they've scored after. Uh, I don't know if the second no, half is tied. Salman's keeping eyes on. The thing is, the thing is, is that when it comes to Ronaldo, I'm I'm a big CR7 fan. I'm a mm. big CR7 fan. I love Ronaldo. I love, I love Messi, Messi as well. But this all all of this all of this, you know, this uh, what's happening uh, in regards to Ronaldo. Mm. I, I'm on I'm on Ronaldo's side. I'm just saying that. Mm. But that, that's just me. That's just mm. my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> what Manchester United are doing and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that's a different topic, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, I appreciate that. I think people would have their own opinions and stuff like that. But I think he, he's at that stage, or Messi's at that stage that they, you know, we should shouldn't say this. That's not, you know, no one's yeah. big, no one's bigger than the club. Yeah. But the reality yeah. is, these yeah. two players are where they are. 
and, and and for someone to say when he goes back to that facility for that facility to be same as when he left mm. that says a lot yeah. that says a lot yeah. about that about that club and i think this is something that 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 people knew they were speaking about in the glazers and all of that and now for the glazers to put out that club for yeah. sale yeah. tells you literally to tells you what you were saying was 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 was, was right it was not wrong so but yeah i mean he said it from in that interview as well that he loves the club he loves the fans and, and these are the two more you know most um, important, important team things, things yeah, of course but well, uh, as as a united fan i agree like um you know for me it's if he it, let's say he leaves and uh, he's oh, sorry he's yeah. left yeah. let's say his leaving led to the sale of the of the club from the glazers he's done, um, a, um, done a huge favor exactly he's done the biggest thing he could have done <laughs> yeah. that no other player yeah. or manager could have done mm. and uh, I, yeah. i've even heard rumors that there's and this is a rumor that uh, apple are looking to buy, uh, put a bid in apparently apple. yeah which well, is which okay. could be crazy yeah. Uh, does that mean free tickets for iPhone users? Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 Imam Shajil, thank you very much uh, for your time and your insights. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, have have a lovely day. Assalamu alaikum. Pleasure, pleasure. Assalamu So, discussing um, sort mm. of your moment to so far, yeah. um, Safir, mm. what, what what do you think? Your World Cup moment. What a World Cup moment? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was actually thinking about the Saudi Arabia one, but of course you you've already mentioned that. I want to yeah. pick on something that also happened. I think last World Cup, it was Japan and their fans cleaning up. I think yeah, again, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's oh, wow. you know, I saw the. I was thinking again. about like we must mention this. I was like, yeah, yeah man, well, <laughs> these people. One thing we can really learn is is that I think for all fans, and I think that goes hand in hand with like you know our islamic value as well Absolutely. cleanliness is half of faith i mean these these people are Absolutely. showing that they're almost half muslims by <laughs> by <laughs> being so particular on that um, and i think that's something that again which i wish that they also pr- portrayed more in media as well yeah. showing mm-hmm. that you know th- these are the good things that happen Absolutely. when countries come together communities come together you, if you put the negatives aside you can learn so much positive from yeah. from other people and i think is what you feed isn't it that's mm. that's 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 the I bottom line i think this d- this whole debate has been similar to the debate we had a c- few years ago in, yeah. uh, in, in mm. regards to brexit yeah. people yeah. didn't really know what it's about mm. but mm. they were just supporting a a a concept yeah. Yeah. right um similarly as we were speaking earlier as well right you're allowed to have your alcohol you're allowed to uh, express your affection towards your partner just not in a public place that mm. that is it right yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's it's not whether you are um heterosexual or homosexual that's a whole different debate right they said well you have your own priorities by all means just don't do it in public because we don't do it in public Anyway. Um, anyway, right? Mm. Whether it's heterosexual relationship or homosexual, that's not the question. It's just in regards to um, the 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 uh, showing of affection. It's just frowned upon, and that's completely acceptable. But but the way this whole uh, narrative has been portrayed by the media has just taken this to a whole different mm. level. And, and can we remember the fact that um, gay marriage is only legalized in the UK? Like this century like it, it was mm-hmm. it's not even been that long so it was like exactly so i think the fifa president you know i was astonished to see how this guy was being criticized as well mm-hmm. comments <laughs> that he made you know talking mm-hmm. about um, you know what we what we westerners remember he, he was saying have done to to the world yeah you know we should be apologizing for the next 3000 years absolutely right so so i think there needs to be honesty there and that that's that's what you know everybody's demanding but I think we need to move on. Uh, we do have on the line uh, next Imam Kaisar Malik from Spain. 
uh, who is of course ser- serving there at, at this moment in time. I've, I'm not sure whether it's in Barcelona. The last time I met him was in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. So, brother, guys, guys, salam alaikum, alaikum, and welcome to the Drive Time Show. جرمی and Japan um, and uh, also with Argentina so yeah we, it's about the uh, you know each, each team's playing mm-hmm. with a certain mentality mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they outsmarted them uh, got mm-hmm. lucky you can say or mm-hmm. they put their best in mm-hmm. and uh, got the results mm-hmm. so a lot of there's been there's been a lot of unexpected yep. uh, results so. I believe And, and 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 especially by you know the Spanish team you know their their performance I think it was just yesterday wasn't it seven mm. yes. nil win t- total domination uh, against Costa Rica. Yeah, what's the I mood mean, like? What's the, the mood the like in Spain? Spain, everyone's happy. Everyone's uh, looking forward to the next game, which mm-hmm. will be a lot tougher. Um, our in the friendlies, we we beat um, um, Costa Rica. I think it was in June the match. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, they played a, a very systematical game. Um, they didn't put their best strikers on. Uh, though the uh, Asensio and uh, uh, Olmo, the, the, the ones who were playing, they, they were really good. Gavi was there, Pedri was there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've got a lot more firepower. Uh, and we we knew how the Costa Rican uh, players play and basically outsmarted them. If you go at this uh, pace, Um, I think we can do some damage, but uh, Japan, I mean, uh, if you look at the previous World Cups as well, uh, Japan have, uh, have you know, pe- people, uh, I think we, everyone who goes against them thinks them to be uh, maybe an easier team, mm. but they're, they're, they've got a lot of potential and they showed that. Um, so these two teams are very tough to beat. Uh, we'll be looking forward to it, how, how Spain does. Mm. I think... Um, Ansu Fati and, and uh, uh, one, two more uh, have got a lot, uh, a big role to play, mm-hmm. especially against uh, Germany because they, they play very strong, very strong uh, forward. So maybe I believe the second second part they will be bringing Ansu Fati in because he always makes an impact the moment he comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, Brother Kessler, you see, um, the, the last time we saw complete dominance from Spain was back in 2008, uh, between 2008 and 2012 really. when they won the Euros in 8, the World Cup in 10, and then again the Euros in 12. And one thing you could see definitely was the impact and influence uh, La Masia, the Academy of Barcelona, has on, on this whole thing. And how the, I mean, most of the players were from Barcelona at that time. And the impact of uh, Pep Guardiola's system sort of on that team. Um, now, if, if we speak about the team now, Luis Enrique, again the coach, who has his roots from Barcelona. You've got a lot of players. Um, that are from Barcelona, the, the whole midfield with Busquets, Gavi, uh, Pedri. You mentioned Ansu Fati, mm. he'll probably be coming from the bench. Mm. Um, Ferran Torres is from Barcelona, etc. Et um, do you think it is important for sort of a club to dominate? Um, and why I'm saying this is, is also because when we look at the German team that won in 2014, there was a heavy influence of uh, Bayern Munich on that team, right? So do mm. you think um, 
one club has to sort of dominate the national team for them to succeed in in, in uh, international uh, tournaments? No, I, I believe you know the, the thing is that uh, chemistry is very very important. Mm. Um, if you have one defender from uh, from one club, second defender from another club, third defender from another club, uh, then they will always you know there will always be this this flow, this gap, this lack of uh, uh, chemistry. Mm. And I think uh, you're talking about Pep Guardiola and how he used to play. Uh, as far as I remember, he had most of the defense from Real Madrid, uh, exception Creole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had, uh, I think, a lot of midfielders, especially the strikers uh, from uh, um, from Barcelona, mm-hmm. especially the midfielders from from, from Barcelona. But within 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 themselves, they've got this sort of a chemistry and. and Always, always helps uh, that always comes in because in club games you, you play a lot more uh, compared to national games. Um, the level of uh, uh, football over here in Spain is, is well known. People travel from all over the world uh, to come and get some experience in Spain. So they've, they've got their way of playing, mm-hmm. an exceptional way of playing too. You know, the the, 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 the you know, getting the ball between the players, they're, they're exceptional at it. Uh, passing rate, the amount of passes that you see against Costa Rica, I think it was 1,400 something, uh, mm-hmm. if I can remember, well, passes within mm-hmm. themselves. Well, one, one thing I picked up is, you know, comparing that, you know, Tiki Taka style that, that, that we have seen, the pace no. is a lot higher. The exactly, pace, and, and that's lot, important. And I think that's because I think people, teams found out this about Barcelona. <laughs> Our system can only work for a certain amount of times, yeah. and and and, exactly. and and the style has to adapt. Yeah. This, is what, this is why we see yeah. it's sort of decline of Barca. But but what you see in the national team, they realized that it can't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Your team, you can't yeah. be just that slow. Absolutely. And every team that they've tried to play it slow now, football, you, you you've seen it has not succeeded. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, absolutely. You, you've ta- you've taken this out of right out of my heart, and. Uh, <laughs> That's why. That's why this this year there is a you know there's a lot more higher expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, last World Cup, um, we lacked that uh, you know that that uh, strike, that uh, that attack, uh, which now we have with the youngsters. You know they're more aggressive in their in their approach. They they want to score a goal. They just don't want to keep dominance of the ball and pass it around. What that does is that loses your match. Uh, opposite uh, opponents, they score a goal and they put the pressure on. You can carry on with your tiki taka if you're not if you're not playing aggressive, mm-hmm. um, then we'll lose out. Uh, you're talking about 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Fernando Torres. Um, one two strong uh, strikers were there, mm-hmm. but uh, after that there there was in in the last two matches. You know. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. it's important to let our listeners know that Portugal has scored a penalty. Cristiano Ronaldo with a goal. Yeah. You can just never. Um, doubt that man. Doubt this man. Well, he's, he's, he's always going to do something. He, I think he's the first man to score in five different World Cups. There we go. So that's that. So um, back to the conversation with uh, Germany's shock loss yesterday. Um, a lot of people are saying that Spain are the favourites now. So w- what do you think? Uh, do you think they'll be able to win, win all the rest of their group games with, you know, in the same uh, momentum and style as they did against Costa Rica? Uh, I don't want to make predictions. Right now, the way they're going, you see, they, they knew uh, how Costa Ricans play, and they, uh, like I said, previous game was five 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 zero. 
um, and uh, they have to play how uh, you know uh, outsmart the Germans. They're good players. Mm. I don't. I never believe the German was the strongest team. I, I think France is is a very strong team right now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, um, we uh, the Netherlands as well. They, mm. they are very strong. How they've come about? They are, they are, they played a tough team. Mm-hmm. Um, Spain has played really good. So uh, uh, Germany were never number one. I believe mm-hmm. they're very strong. Yeah. Uh, no denial. They play. I think they tried to. Uh, you know this this belief that oh. Playing against Japan, that's actually what costed them hmm. um, the match. So you have to get this match for I'll them as well. It's very important. I personally think it shouldn't have been the case, especially seeing the game of of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And I think that that could that should have been the learning point for a lot of teams that you know to to go in a game thinking you know you're going to come come yeah. come come out of it vic- victorious, yeah, despite how you play. Way, yeah. uh, you know, so I mean that shouldn't have been the case, but a lot of people have picked this up. Uh, but anyways, um, Imam Kesser, it's it's always a pleasure, you know, uh, speaking to you. Uh, but you know, since you have, you also have, you know, English roots. You've, you know, you've gone from the UK. What, what are you thinking of the UK team, uh, of 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 the England team? The, yeah, they, they played really well. Um, there are, I have a lot more expectations. I hope they make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's win-win. I'm in this country, so obviously. I'm rooting for this You've got country, nothing to lose, uh, <laughs> Yeah, if England wins, I'll, I'll be equally happy. Probably yeah. more, deep down. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking to you, brother. Take care. Assalamu alaikum. Zakla, zakla. That was Imam Kesar Malik from Spain, specifically Barcelona. Interesting, uh, indeed. I mean, there's so much that, you know, we've covered. A lot of it has been politics because we've been hearing mm. about it all over <laughs> social media. And I knew it. I knew it. You know, <laughs> I knew it. That for the two, with the two-hour show, it's yeah. it's impossible to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. It? of course, you, that, that comes up, doesn't it? Mm. Um, but I think, uh, you know, when you were talking about how teams, um, you know, must kind of learn that they have to start strong and they don't have to underestimate. I think many teams that they they might not underestimate, but I just think that the competition is such as as you said that. Mm. Other teams have nothing to lose, so you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. as as the commentators also were saying, I think yesterday in the Canada match that when you know that the other team has quality players, world class players, the best thing is not to give them time on the ball, mm. and that's mm. what they are doing. They're pressing them, mm. harassing them, ba- maybe not, you know, letting them have any time on the ball. And when you do that, then you give yourself a chance for a competitive match. I think. Very interesting. I think one of the things I I remember from our, our Jamia team, I think, let, let's touch that. You know, be mm. upon the is. I mean, we've dominated the other UK. Those of other regions that are listening <laughs> in can, you know, you can't dispute that. <laughs> you know, for the for the seven seven years, so if you, I think you was, you know, at some point part of the team as well. You know, and the the the, the most amazing thing about that was, you know, especially Jamia being here in Collier's Wood. Mm. You know, players from all around the world. You know, you had yeah. Deba from Gambia. You've got you had German players. You got you had someone from the UK. And it was just it was just all this coming together, you know, uh, from from you know various countries, uh, you know, to, you know, to form a team from the end, and for them to gel together and play a certain style of football, mm-hmm. and that that whole Barcelona, uh, you know, tiki taka style of football actually, you know, influenced that. So I think that was that that was a time that you know we as Jamaican students can't yeah. forget. Uh, you know, isn't that testament to the fact that? Um, Ultimately, players need to play regularly together, and yeah. do you think that the England team don't get that because of the Premier League as well? 
True. Same true. with other national teams as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of them quite focus quite hard on it, and like especially with like the German team, mm. like the Bundesliga is full of German players, whereas yeah. the Premier League is full of international players. Mm. I think that's the, the 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 debate that uh, was was I mean. Uh, it was about a good 10, 12 years ago mm-hmm. when the golden generation of England just couldn't make it anywhere. Mm. You had Gerrard, you had Lampard, Scholes, um, Beckham, mm. Ferdinand. I mean, there's so many players, right? Mm. But they all came from different clubs. Mm. So at, at, at some level, the, the club was priority, but country wasn't, mm. right? So it is important at the end of the day that they, they, they all come from the sort of a similar league and, and they play together a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, than just maybe once every three or four months or so. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay, um, we're going next to we're going all the way to Brazil now. Uh, we're speaking to Imam Hafiz Ehtisham Moman, who is currently serving as a missionary in Brazil. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Drive Time Show. It's good to it's good to hear your voice, brother. Um, how is Brazil and 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 was what's the anticipation for the next game that you guys? Uh, you've guys, you, you guys have next. I think is it tomorrow or today? No, today. Today, today, today actually, tonight. Yeah, oh, today, in just a few minutes. In, in ninety minutes. <laughs> few in, in ninety minutes or so. Okay, 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 okay. So how the nerves? Yeah. How the nerves? So basically, we are so much excited. You know, uh, the preparation have been done. Uh, there are a lot of roads and streets have been decorated, have been painted, oh. and people are so much anxious. So they are waiting very. Patiently, so let's see what happens. This is gonna be first game in 90 minutes and few minutes. Mm-hmm. Every everywhere here is quiet, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly, today the businesses are closed as well, oh. shops and the restaurants are closed. So mm-hmm. it was very shocking for me. You know, before <laughs> because, you actually know, going. <laughs> Exactly. Bef- yeah. be- be- before actually going to Brazil, you know, being posted there now for I think more than at least more than a year. I, I know, you know, going there. Did you did you think that football is that huge? You know, what what you've actually experienced. Uh, so basically, uh, here in, uh, about Brazil, which I can say, even before before I come to Brazil, I didn't have too much interest in you know football mm-hmm. as a player of badminton, and I played cricket, so uh, I didn't have any much. Uh, too much, you know, interest in football. But since I have been here in Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the craziness uh, they have with, the, with football, uh, it uh, it is uh, it is very surprising, you know, since they have been uh, hosted the World Cup in 2014, and then after that, even though it was very difficult time for the Brazilian people, and the economy are straight after that, it fell down, and people are struggling still. The, we, we used to say here in Brazil that two two things which has uh, destroyed the uh, Brazilian people is like football and the alcohol. Absolutely, <laughs> um, uh, you're right, my Imam Hafiz Um Let's just announce for our listeners that uh, Ghana just scored. It's one-one. Um, it's a shocker. Eighteen oh. minutes to go. And uh, Portugal have been all over them, but it, that is football for you. So yeah, Ghana's defended so well. Yeah, I mean, so they've let's see how how how, how that now sort of uh, plays out. But yeah, one one. So everything to play for for the next twenty odd minutes. Um, Imam, how was it, Sham? Uh, you are in a Even group. Even though I am, I, live, I am living in Brazil, but I have lived in Portugal. So yes, I was going to mention. Uh, yeah, my, so. my heart beats for Portugal as well. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so, so, so your heart beats for England, Portugal, and Brazil as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm well Right, so you're obviously in a group with um, uh, Brazil, uh, yourselves, uh, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. Do you think it will be a yeah. uh, sort of easy for you to go through or uh, will you have to f fight for it? Brother, you know, if you would have asked me this question like a couple of days ago, my answer, my reply would have been different. But right. you know, after watching the game with Saudi Arabia and with Japan and Germany, we can't say anything, you know. Even though uh, the team is strong and we are hoping and uh, praying that it will, it will be very easy, uh, it won't be hard to fight and uh, qualify for next round. But still, you know, it was very surprising when I, uh, when I got to know that uh, Saudi Arabia won. Mm -hmm. uh, against Argentines, you know, one of the most potential and strong team and Messi is playing with them, but still Saudi Arabia won and then uh, yesterday uh, Japan won against Germany, so <laughs> we are, even though we are, we, are, we are very hopeful and we are very confident, but still at the mm -hmm. same time we are a little bit with fear that, but uh, uh, we are hoping that it will be easy to, easy to uh, qualify for next round, inshallah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, with so many talented players, uh, what do you think, you know, is the most standout player for Brazil or, or in, in Brazil? What is the view in Brazil? Who they, who is there? You know, let's, let's say for Portugal, we know it's Ronaldo, they, you know, they look up to and, you know, he's yeah, really you know, uh, uh, when we talk about Brazil or uh, Portugal, Argentina, I think it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, Argentina, Argentina got Messi and Portugal got Ronaldo and even here in Brazil we got Neymar. Mm. Even though there are a lot of other uh, Good players. Um, players as well, but uh, Neymar is like uh, we are waiting that he will be showing his abilities. Mm. But even though uh, he is uh, one of the best players, but still, as we look at the history of the World Cup, we see that uh, even though uh, there have been a lot of good players which have been playing World Cups for a long time, Ronaldo, Messi as well, but nobody won the, the best uh, player of the World Cup. Uh, twice, you know, mm. there has been no single player who won the twice the best player. Mm -hmm. So uh, anything can happen, you know. This is a, a different atmosphere, a different. This is like they are representing their nation at the international mm. level. So it can yeah. be different. It's mm. not like uh, they are playing at their clubs, you know. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. We don't want to keep you long because, of course, you you know you want to. Again, to the uh, you, you do want to watch the Portugal game. You need to send some special prayers now. You only got 15, 20 minutes to go. You know. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank okay, you. brother. Take care. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Thank you. Take care. So, this World Cup, twice a team's gone up by a penalty mm. and ended up losing. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Two, how two, one each wait, time. Is it two, one right now. No, it is one, oh, one. Oh, okay. But we've got twenty minutes to go. Yeah. And I'm always the old, old for Ghana. Mm. But uh, I'm, I'm just uh, saying because the, this World Cup is full of. Uh, so, uh, complete uh, shockers to be honest, yeah. right? Um, I don't know. Oh, I think there's been a goal. Yes, uh, goal for Portugal. So Portugal oh. has, has taken the lead. Okay, it's um, two one. So yeah, who scored? Uh, those of our listeners that are watching the f f game is Joao Felix that scored. Oh, good player. And it's two one to Portugal. So yeah, no uh, upset inside. But l let's see. Unfortunately, the curse has been broken. The curse <laughs> has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you, you, I don't know if you've that heard of that. That series just got out the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, I think um, it's interesting. I think one of the things that we do need to men men mention is, you know, football is um, is a sport that should bring us, you know, to to together. Mm -hmm. um, and 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 I think it all, it, and I think for Qatar to begin uh, their football with the, that verse of the Holy Quran, mm -hmm. I think 
sets out the purpose. You see, you know, when we were when we were talking coming, about coming um, your your moment of 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 the whole um, yeah. World Cup, for me, it was that exact moment yeah. when we or when when uh, Qatar really showed the world that you can open a big event without loads of dancing and music and mm. and, and, and whatnot, right? Mm. Simple, give them a good message. And then just go towards the sport because at the end of the day, the the sport is is the main thing. Exactly right. Um, you look at the USA, for example, and you have um, huge um, halftime shows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about recently with um, 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 Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, etc., yep. right? The Super uh, that Bowl. whole thing, uh, exactly the the Super Bowl. So when something else sort of overshadows the game. That's when I feel a bit cringe, and I'm like, no, mm. football should stay the main focus. And I think that that's what Qatar is showing us that mm. you can have the exact amount of fun just without all the other um, yeah. sort of uh, the spectacles, the fun, the fluff, right? Like exactly. A, like the, it, it, it's it's a lot simpler, and I think that you mm. know it is just about football. Like the most exciting part is just watching exactly. the football. Yeah. The, you know, Get the to great it. Passing, <laughs> exactly. the, you know, mm. the absolutely the quality that you see. Let's um, speak to another. Uh, guest caller from a favorite nation, from a, a favorite to win the World Cup, France. Uh, we've got with us Imam Adnan Hadir is on the line. Imam Adnan Hadir, assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Uh, welcome to the Drive Time Show. Wa alaikum warahmatullah. Very nice to be on your show. Jazakallah for the invitation. Jazakallah for being with us. I think there's been another goal as well. Yes, there's been another goal. So it's three-one for Portugal now. Oh wow! Um, now they're just running around, I guess. Yes, but um, Imam uh, Adnan Heather, um, you've been you you played football, you know, all your Jamia life as well. You know, we've seen your, uh, you know, performances. You know, during our little World Cup that we used to have, if you remember, um, yeah. you know. So uh, looking at the France team, I mean, they look really threatening. Especially Bappe, man, he's uh, he's unbelievable. Uh, you know, when to be honest. So what, <coughs> what are you thinking? You know, are you say, uh, after that four-one victory against Australia? Do you think that f- France has actually put out a statement, you know, to other nations to say that look, you know, we are the real threat? Uh, and 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 how important do you think that it was to you know win your opening game like like you did in style? Well, uh, first of all, I want to say I'm very sorry for Germany for their loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, to, uh, uh, for France, our I condolences are, are are with them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think I think the important thing is let's let's not get carried away because you know we're no we're nowhere near. Because yeah. uh, yeah. or, or or else we may have to do another program, eh, Salman? Yeah. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> But I think about uh, France is, uh, is doing well. Like the opening was very important for mm-hmm. them because uh, most of the people thought maybe because there are great players who are not playing in France, mm-hmm. like um, I think Pogba and yes. uh, Benzema is not playing. Kante is not playing. playing. Yeah. Mm. So you know, people thought maybe it's uh, it's going to be a weak uh, team and they're not they're probably mm-hmm. not going to win this year. So I think the opening game was very important because uh, it showed uh, to people that uh, we we still have great players. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that was really important. And I think I think in these tournaments, one of the things that I've seen is the people, the you know, the, the players that are sort of underrated or not, you know, not really appreciated. Let's say you know players like Oliver Giroud, right, who's uh, now yeah, exactly. matched the Thierry Henry's record for the most goals. I remember when when. Um, when Portugal won against France, I think it was the Euros, right? Um, yeah. In the final, it was it was you know their 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 striker who nobody knew about comes out of nowhere and scores, 
this goes to show you, like you know, four four boys is such a sport. It's a you know, it's a team store uh, sport where you yeah. where you need you know you need you need everyone on on that pitch to give their hundred percent in order to in order to you know yeah. get get a yeah, result, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. You know, the first thing is uh, uh, Olivier Giroud is uh, internationally he's a player that uh, people uh, you know like, but in mm. France he's uh, he's hated by people Ooh. because you know. In the last uh, World Cup, he didn't, he didn't score even one goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people really said bad things about him. But, you know, <coughs> the fact that he was here in the first game, in the opening, and that he scored two goals mm-hmm. was uh, was very shocking. You know, people really uh, changed their impression about him. And the uh, uh, thing is, even, you know, in the last World Cup, when we won, Benzema wasn't in the team. Yes. So yeah. yeah, what you're saying is but true. Is that uh, even? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with Benzema, Benzema's, uh, you know, Benzema's talent that you you see he has, you know, he's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, he, you know, the player he, that he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mbappe, you know, Mbappe. People think uh, that he's a great. You know, he he is a great player. I'm not saying he's not, but mm-hmm. uh, um, in the couple of, I think. Um, the last uh, two three years, people have changed their mind about him, especially okay. in France, because he's. People say he's become arrogant, mm-hmm. and that uh, mm-hmm. you can see it when he, he plays. Showboating and but stuff, yeah, right. Is that what you're yeah, but to? he's still he's still a good uh, he's still a good player. Even and in the opening game, the good thing uh, that it was that he he played with the team. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, it really was a good game, and hopefully, I think. We're in the in the right path. Huh? I think that the the depth of the squad of France is is scary at times, right? So yeah. you you take out the 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 actual midfield that won them the World Cup uh, with uh, Kante and Pogba, but they can still come up with a complete um, um, new sort of midfield, especially with 100%. players like young players, Kamavinga, love mm. that player, Chouameni, right? Amazing yeah, players, coming, yeah. so young and, and amazing. I mean that, that that's that's really something to to look forward to even in the coming years. Um, <clears throat> talking about Kakamavinga and uh, Chomeni, uh, Imam Adnan, there has been a heavy influence of of players from from uh, sort of black uh, ethnic uh, backgrounds uh, in France. Not just now, but also if you look at the past, uh, Lilian Chogam, Vieira, etc., etc. Right? Uh, even today, you've got Mbappe. We've talked about Chomeni, Kimpembe. I mean, there are so many more. And then at the same time, you you have events like the racist remarks made in in Parliament by the MP uh, two MP Carlos uh, Martins Bilongo. Um, how important do you think it is um, as a sort of for France to come together in unity in this World Cup, regardless of people's color? Yeah, I think the <clears throat> the thing is that um, France is a very mediatic kind of country, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of media pressure in France. You know, 90% mm-hmm. of our media is controlled by private uh, people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's there's a large influence of media, and, you know, it doesn't really reflect the society as a whole. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think people, they, uh, you know, this story about the parliament thing, you know, about the immigrants and stuff, this didn't, it didn't have any impact on the on the World Cup as a whole, on the the team in France, you know, people really like the team, even, you know, especially football fans, they're not into these kinds of um, debate. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's it's very different. I know that uh, in the media, uh, it had a huge impact, actually, even in France. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
veil and immigration. Yes, you know, yes. Far, far right extremists. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, from our perspective, I think that that's, that we were discussing this before that social media now has played a role. I mean, I mean, we don't, we can't see, we can't read the French social media, but you can maybe give us yeah. that perspective. From our side of things, we know that you know if BBC is not showing the opening ceremony, then there is criticism going on on Twitter. You know, Instagram posts coming up on yeah. various channels, uh, criticizing that. Like, why are you not doing this? Is that the same in France? Yeah, yeah of course. You know, there's uh, <coughs> a lot of impressions about uh, you know Elon Musk buying Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, since he bought Twitter, people have been saying, you know, that's the, the that's a new social media, that's a new uh, media platform now, and uh, you know we can uh, fact check whatever has been said on the internet. You know. Mm. false information and stuff so i think it has a, a it still has a huge impact you know many people i think the new generation now is using more and more social media especially twitter yep and in twitter they feel like uh, they are more um free to talk about stuff yep. they're more free to search and inform themselves about the you know the true information Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm absolutely right. I think it's, uh, it's true. So how far do you think France can go in this World Cup? And do you think um, you will be able to maybe win again? Well, I'm pretty sure they'll win, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm, I'm not sure. But you know, I hope they they win. I know that uh, it's very difficult when uh, when um, when the, the the champion of uh, World Cup wins another. Uh, World Cup straight after it's very difficult, you know. Mm. But uh, it's never I think happened. they can. They, yeah, I think they can make it. And even you know, I'm hopeful because after Germany lost and Argentina lost, I think we with the party is is even easier for us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we keep coming back to Germany, don't we? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. yeah I know because I'm, I'm talking to half Germans, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Bye, yeah. Mom. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure uh, yeah, you know, speaking sure. to you after such, such a long time. We wish you all the best with your, you know, uh, Jamal endeavors. You know, uh, foot, football is one thing that brings you know everyone together, and Absolutely. we've seen it in you know Jamal tournaments as well. How 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 huge it is. Jazakallah. Thank you so much. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. We've only got fifteen minutes to go. So if you do have something to say about this World Cup, do call us in and uh, you know share your opinion I just remembered that we don't have the this year's Ballon d'Or winner in the World Cup Benzema yeah I think he just he got injured at the last yeah. minute wasn't it absolutely probably uh, in, in training or something and these Ghana things? just scored um, oh wow Osman Bukhari 89th minute is 3-2 and the game once again is on <laughs> don't I think that's probably one of the most uh what, what should I say? Back, back and forth games. Yeah, in terms uh, of definitely one of the best games at, at this mm. World Cup. Uh, moving on quickly um, to our next guest caller, which is um, Iman Abu Dhaka, who is calling us from Jordan. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, and welcome to the Drive Time Show. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Thank you for 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 this uh, meeting. Thank you very much for for being with us and taking us your time. So, um, as as you are from Jordan, how ha happy are you to see the World Cup being hosted by a Middle Eastern uh, nation? Actually, it's really fantastic. We we were really happy, and uh, you know, Saudi Arabia and what happened, how how they uh, just uh, won and and the partner wasn't. Uh, it wasn't easy to to win on them, so it was really uh, um, 
we we really appreciate it. We really appreciate that we we could have this chance to um, to host uh, the World Cup for the first time in uh, a Middle Eastern uh, country. Right, and um, so how important is it that the World Cup travels to different cultures and countries? Um, it's actually um, as as a big advertisement. Uh, and uh, it's make uh, um, you know it's a big introduction for our culture and uh, of course for our religion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, as a Muslim country, as uh, an Arab uh, country, so w- uh, now we can introduce ourselves mm. and uh, for t- um, tourism and everything. It, it will it will be really a great chance. Very interesting. Right and. Um, how how did you feel when your neighboring nation Saudi Arabia beat Argentina this Argentina this week? Mm, uh, I was really happy. It was unexpected, uh, so um, I, we couldn't know that they could uh, win. So we we were really happy. Mm-hmm. And I heard there was there's there's no much holidays given in in Saudi Arabia, and the king announced. Uh, you know, a public holiday public because holiday for the win. because I think it was the first World World Cup win. I'm not sure. I mean, it's correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I was hearing. Uh, I know about the public holiday. I'm not sure about the first yeah, World Cup I mean, win. Yeah. But uh, it was, you know, what a win it was, of course. So, um, do you do you think that um, this was a one-off by Saudi Arabia, or do you think that they're gonna carry on and win more games? Um, actually, it's really hard. But we wish luck for them, and inshallah, they they will um, they will have more achievements. But it may be really hard. I, I don't think so. And um, finally, um, what what are the chances of uh, a Middle Eastern nation qualifying from the group stages? What do you think? Actually, I I really uh, pray and hope it it will be on, on the next fellow years. They'll uh, they're really you know work on themselves, mm-hmm. and uh, which is uh, very obvious. But um, we 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 need m- more work, and um, it's it's a really good chance for everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Iman Abu Dhaka from Jordan. Uh, it was a real pleasure to speak to you today. Me too. Thank you. Assalamualaikum. So that um, <coughs> was uh, Iman Abu Dhaka who had joined us from Jordan and uh, expressing um, obviously her um, sort of feelings and emotion in regards to the World Cup being held in the Middle East. And I mean, when we say World Cup, right, we say that this belongs to the world. It doesn't belong to a certain nation. Yeah. It doesn't belong to a certain culture. It doesn't belong to someone specific that believes in certain things, mm-hmm. right? It belongs to the world. So, <coughs> um, as, as as we spoke about this earlier as well, um, Hugo Lori, who is the keeper um, of France and is, is also the, the, the keeper for uh, Tottenham Hotspur, mm-hmm. um, when asked about wearing the uh, One Love um, armband, he simply mm-hmm. said, look, uh, when people come to France, we expect them to respect our culture. Mm-hmm. Similarly, when I go to their country, I'll be respecting theirs. That is it, right? Mm-hmm. So, focus is football, right? I mean... I, I am German and, and I am very sad about them losing. Mm. But fact is, why create such a drama and mm. then end up losing, yep. right? Why don't you just focus on on, on those 90 minutes, yeah. right? Show your game, 
and we have all the time in the world afterwards to to spoke uh, to speak about our political views exactly no I couldn't agree more <coughs> and uh, one thing we haven't talked about this um this uh couple of hours is um couple VAR. of hours <laughs> <laughs> two hours yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but, but i think the, the program VAR. went quite quick isn't it definitely but yeah. i was saying you get a var right yeah. like this um with all this extra time it's yeah. been like 14 minutes extra time nine minutes today like it's i think that's it's unheard um, of, right? um because the 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 in charge of refereeing um at, at the world cup um is uh colina um i don't know if you remember him but it's it is is the bold, the bold um, uh, oh him yeah. Italian referee yeah, who Italian. who was more scarier than most of the, <laughs> the the scariest players right um so what he the, because there was a a sort of um research was was done and uh, analysis in regards to how much time is actually wasted during the game so for instance in the 1920 season of the premier league the ball was only played for 55 minutes oh wow right so and but but at the end of the um, half, you probably get three or four minutes, or maybe max five or six minutes yeah. of uh, extra time. So they they wanted to sort of uh, work on that. Th- that is why they said that there will be a lot more. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that after this World Cup, uh, league football will be picking up on on these That's rules nice. as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so it's only fair, isn't it? To yeah. be honest, uh, yeah. it's it's good. But it, the only thing is it, the. It, it just takes away the natural side of the game, like you know, the offside goals. The, yeah. The whole celebration happens, yeah. and then the player realizes, oh, you know, it's offside. There are many uh, sort of uh, historic moments and goals in, in, in football that were created because of human errors. Yeah. We we talk about Maradona's hand of football. Mm. We do talk about England's World Cup win mm. against Germany, which should had should never have happened because it, it was <laughs> it wasn't a goal, right? Which one? Uh, Nineteen sixty. Okay, no, I, mean, I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive then. Right? England's only won it once, so you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, nineteen sixty-six. <laughs> but um, what's it called? No, that was a goal, wasn't it? Um, well, um, Just, you know, the funniest thing is when you see those, see those, when you see these highlights here. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking how they went in the boots and how <laughs> they're playing with that football. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even. That's, yeah. That doesn't even look like a football. Yeah. But it's it's amazing the conditions. You know how how, how things develop and what mm-hmm. the game is now. Yeah. The Absolutely. the sports scientists and. <laughs> No, well, not talking about uh, yeah. Yeah, apparently Old Trafford hasn't changed much. <laughs> some of these memes on social media, unbelievable. <laughs> People are too quick, man, these no. days. I mean, look back in the days, we we had moments like uh, Maradona's hand of God, mm. um, again the uh, Messi's hand of God afterwards, right? Mm. And uh, I mean, there are so many more moments. Uh, there was Germany's goal in 2006 against England, yes, which was allowed, which which shouldn't have been allowed. Yeah, no, right. but, but there, was then, a ju- there was a Lampard shot yeah, that Lampard was, shot that, was uh, that went past no. the line. Exactly. Yeah. I am agreeing with you. Yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't hear that start, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 I mean... We were robbed. Yeah. There is that, so was, that was a goal and a half. Wow. And that was in the... I think that was a... What World Cup was that? That's the World that was Cup. That was the Jabulani World Cup. Two, 2006, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was the quarterfinals um, when we put four past England. But yeah. Uh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the VAR does sort of have an impact on the game. They, they, mm. There's a lot more stoppage, and sometimes you I mean you, you uh, they've scored a goal and they've done the whole celebration, everything, and then there's like a, a, a break of two, three minutes, and then you find out well, it was not a goal at the end of the day, and that sort of kills the the, the whole momentum. Mm. But to make the game more fair, I guess yeah. we'll, uh, we'll have to do something, right? Yeah, I, c- I guess we can't have it both ways, isn't it? I mean, if you want yeah. fairness and football, <coughs> I think one of the most interesting things that's been added is the offside 
yeah. uh, or the offside rule. I don't know what, what it is. I think it was Wenger who sort of spoke about it quite often uh-huh. that it shouldn't take that long. It should be VAR, you know, VAR yeah. deciding exactly uh, immediately. Uh, Im- exactly. Immediately, whether. Yeah. So I think th- th- that's the thing they've implemented. And I think now going forward into the, the Premier League and other, other leagues, they're going to implement that. There in, well. in some ways, I've realized that cricket had so um, yeah. technology much earlier than football actually did. Mm. So. The, that that whole ball tracking system yes, and yes, the yes, yes, yes. Uh, third uh, empire yeah. empire thing, right? That's been in cricket for very long time since since, since God knows how, how long, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. But it's only been sort of uh, brought into football very recently. So cricket, in in, in that sense, mm. was ahead of football actually. Mm. But yeah, is, it, is, is it the case that technology was there, but they didn't? sort of implement it or is it the case that the technology it, wasn't there for football it was a big debate wasn't maybe it because they the felt like technology it because obviously in football you've got 22 players mm. right? whereas football uh, so cricket is, is I guess mainly focused on that one bit between bowler and batter and and the crease so maybe that's why they had it Probably. easier God knows but yeah uh, we've got it now um, coming to the final few minutes of of um of the program as well as 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 as, as well as the game that we're giving you updates on as well yeah but it's 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 been a pleasure i mean we have discussed discussed so much um that's you know with with regards to this world cup um and if if there's one thing that we can you know take away uh, from this you know speaking from islamic perspective i think one thing we have to be clear of course we've spoken about politics and uh, we've spoken about the negative negative portrayal of qatar and all i think there's also much more that needs to be done from the Islamic countries. Mm-hmm. We need to look within us as well, yeah. right? So yeah. the amount of billions that have been spent in order to, you know, uh, put up this World Cup is, is nowhere yeah. near what's been, um, you know, done before. And the wealth that we see being spent on these things, yeah. that wealth, what it can do for, you know, people, uh, you know, around the world. So I think there are, there are aspects of this. The treatment of migrant workers, yes, we, if, 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 if the numbers are what they are, 6,000 or something migrants dying, that's even two dying or one dying is, a, yeah. is you know, it's some, it's something one too many. Yeah. It's one too many. So and I think there uh, needs to be rights, and, and these things need to be discussed uh, and, and and highlighted. I think there's no there, there's no doubt about that. But then there there there's there's a thing there that that's always been the case. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was World World Cup in Russia, Brazil, yeah. wherever you name it. Well, it's in, in the, the US next, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the statistics are there, and you know, for people to see, and you know, for people. Question to judge is really, what do you do f- in in future? to make these things not happen again, right? Mm-hmm. When you give the World Cup to someone, is is there no sort of pl- uh, plan in place that tells you that, look, this is how we're going to be organizing our World Cup, mm. and this is sort of um, the, 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 the safeguarding uh, we have in place, and this is how we're dealing with the workers, etc., etc. Um, let's see what, what the FIFA does in, in, in this regard, and let's see how mm-hmm. uh, the media takes on uh, even the, 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 the f- uh, coming up World Cups such as the next one coming up mm-hmm. in North America mm-hmm. there was a question we asked our, our listeners mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. our socials mm-hmm. uh, who do you think will win the World Cup 2022 mm-hmm. and 42% say it's going to be England Ooh. 26% say it's Brazil 20% say France and 12% say Argentina and let's just hope that doesn't happen um, coming <laughs> towards the end of our show um, we thank our uh, uh, producers for today, which are Ruhi Yakub and uh, Arub Anwar. Thank you very much for a lovely script. And so tech for all of those who are involved, of course. Of it's course, I mean tech and everyone else involved in this. And I mean, obviously, there's always a great team behind a show. Mm-hmm. I was, was 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 great speaking with you guys. So it's coming to the end, Rahil, mm-hmm. who's who's winning the World Cup? I think I I have to be very honest. Uh, can't say anything right now. What I hope is England or Portugal. And Portugal, of course, for why I want Ronaldo to lift that trophy. Yeah. And that debate ends. <laughs>
That debate is never going to yes. end. I, I completely agree. <laughs> the debate you know, never really existed. You know, but you, know, <laughs> you know why I'm saying that? There's only, few, few, there's only 10 seconds to yeah. go. So um, we can have another program on just Messi and Ronaldo. But yeah. thank you so much. I mean, for all those that have been involved, uh, uh, it was a pleasure you know, having you two on as well. Jazakallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.